Krishna. Hare Krishna. Okay, okay, to start a series of lectures now we, on the uh, Satgoswami Astika, um, a glorification written by Srinivas Acharya on the uh, six Goswamis. And uh, it is really uh, most wonderful. Um, so we just sang the, the first verse of the Satgoswami Astika, and now we'll read the uh, Translation. Um, I offer my respectful obeisances to the six Goswamis, namely, Sri Rupa Goswami, Sri Sanatan Goswami, Sri Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, Sri Raghunath Das Goswami, Sri Jiva Goswami, and Sri Gopal Bhatta Goswami, who are always engaged in chanting the holy name of Krishna and dancing. They're just like the ocean of love of God. And they are popular both with the gentle and with the ruffians, because they're not envious of anyone. Whatever they do, they're all pleasing to everyone, and they're fully blessed by Lord Chaitanya. Thus, they're engaged in missionary activities meant to deliver all the conditioned souls in the material universe. Yes, the, um, the six Goswamis. Um, Rupa Goswami is, uh, is described as the direct replica of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Rupa Goswami is known as the Rasacharya or the Acharya who teaches transcendental mellows. And uh, therefore, Rupa Goswami particularly is. Uh, disclosing the, uh, the exact emphasis of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, Sanatana Goswami is the elder brother and considered to be uh, the spiritual master or like a spiritual master to Rupa Goswami. Um, uh, Jiva Goswami is the disciple of, uh, of Rupa. But of course, they are all uh, very close to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Jiva Goswami is younger. He's the nephew of Rupa and Sanatan. And most likely, he didn't meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Although some are saying that he might have seen him like 
a very, very small child shortly, uh, yeah, within two years from his birth. And of course, that would have made uh, a tremendous impact. Um, we do see a description that uh, Jiva Goswami was, uh, uh, that Jiva Goswami was, uh, mm, uh, later on, taken on a parikrama by Lord Nichananda around Sri Damayapur, and that is described in the uh, Sri Navadvip Dhammahatmya by Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So in this way, we can appreciate that Rupa Goswami, uh, sorry, that Jiva Goswami, uh, if he did not have the direct meeting with Chaitanya Maha, he had the direct meeting with Nichananda. Hmm. Anyway, all the six Goswamis are, are amazing personalities. Um, um, Srila Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, he was in South India, and when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu traveled through South India and stayed in Sri Ranga during the rainy season, he met there with a prominent scholar in the, uh, in the Sri Sampadaya in the temple, and his son was Gopal, Gopal Bhatt. So uh, later, when Gopal grew up, um, Gopal became Gopal Bhatta Goswami. So um, the uncle of Gopal Bhatta was Srila Prabodhananda Saraswati, and uh, who also um, it was a very intimate follower of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Although he was a sannyasi in the Sri Sampradaya, he later uh, joined Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and became a Gaudiya. Yes, the, the most important um, is Srinivas's description. Krishna Kirtana Gana Natanaparo, always engaged in ecstatic chanting and dancing. And this Utkirtan, in very loud kirtan, yes, and emerged in Premamritambu Nidhi in an ocean of transcendental love. Um, that is, those were the six Goswamis. Um, the six Goswamis, who are the principal acharyas in. Um, in Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. Um, these the six Swamis, um, they were the, um, the deepest devotees. Um, Rupa Goswami describes how in his Tirasamrita Sindhu, how bhakti is like an ocean. And he is saying that the impersonalists, they have the, fav the, favorite, um, the favorite analogy that all spiritual paths turn, lead to the one, the one goal as many rivers are entering into the ocean. Hmm. So Srila Rupa Goswami takes this and says, yes, but in the river, there are also aquatics. There are all, and these aquatics, as the river goes into the, into the ocean, the aquatics 
they go into the ocean, they, they, but they don't become one with the ocean. They are just in the ocean. Then he speaks about some who never, ever go into the rivers, namely sharks. They just stay in the deep ocean. So giving an example of devotees who are eternally liberated and never get involved in the... Uh, in, in the rivers of material life. And he says, and these sharks, they swim, swim very deep, very deep in the water. So they're not affected by the net of the fisherman, which is the net of time. So uh, in this way, uh, he is describing the devotees who are powerful, and deeply, deeply absorbed in devotional service. Yeah, that is, uh, that is what we are looking at. Um, Srila Rupa Goswami, um, in his, uh, he is, they were not only uh, engaging in kirtan and in dancing, but they also were writing books. Nana Shastra Vichara Naikanipuno in the next verse. Um, so these, uh, the, the Goswamis as, uh, and, and, and their books have particularly contributed uh, so much to our spiritual life that virtually speaking, without their books, we would be... Uh, we would be, be lost. Um, the nectar of devotion, Sindhu, is, the, uh, um, is like the handbook of Krishna consciousness. Um, first, it tells us what a sadhaka has to do. It is describing the ocean of bhakti, and there are four divisions. Hmm. In these four divisions, um, <coughs> In these four divisions, in the Eastern division, we can understand how one can cultivate pure devotional service and come to the perfection of Krishna Prem. Srila hmm. Rupa Goswami wrote his book uh, at Terkadamba in Vindavan. Terkadamba is a place where Krishna used to sit in the Kadamba trees, so that he could see his cows. Then he would call out the names of leading cows from the various herds. And then these leaders would all come, followed by their, uh, by their herd. And Krishna would count his, uh, his cows on, uh, on a japa mala made of jewels. So in this way, each beat represented one herd of cows. So when Krishna chants his rounds, he's actually teaching the names of the cows. Um, there in that place, uh, it is said Rupa Goswami was writing the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. So um, he had a place, um, a place of a great place of pilgrimage for us, a place where we, um, you know, where we um, 
spent our time. Um, of course, we heard that the Goswamis would uh, stay in Vrindavan under different trees. So naturally, there are many places of bhajan dedicated to, uh, to them. And we have a bhajan kutir of Srila Rupa Goswami in the Radha Damodar temple just at the site of Sevakunj. Um, later, <coughs> it says that uh, Srila Jiva Goswami constructed a temple there and installed the deities of Radha Damodar there. Um, and, uh, and then, um, yes, uh, these deities are also quite, uh, quite special, and uh, and Prabhupada, of course, stayed there at that Radha Damodar temple. One sec. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is said that it is claimed that the deity is carved by Rupa Goswami with his own hands. So, um, there, in that transcendental abode of Radhadamadar temple, Srila Prabhupada had his quarters. And Srila Prabhupada would just uh, stay there in the Radha Damodar temple. And Srila Prabhupada would uh, yeah, would, uh, would live there and translate. Um, it is said that uh, one night... Mm, uh, one night, Rupa and Sanatan appeared before uh, Srila Prabhupada and, and actually personally instructed him. Uh, Ari Sori somehow or other heard about this story and he checked it with, uh, with Srila Prabhupada. He asked him, and Prabhupada said, oh, everybody knows that. Hmm. So yes, Prabhupada confirmed. Um, so we have to see how Srila Rupa and Srila Sanatana Goswamis are directly, uh, directly guiding this movement now. How much they are immediately involved, not only in like um, writing the books and then they went back to Godhead. No, they are still... Um, they were still active at the time of Srila Prabhupada and actively involved with this movement and pushing on the preaching and manifesting himself, manifesting themselves to him. Yeah. So uh, a similar experience Rupa Goswami had when he came to Satyabhamapur, which was the place of Satyabhama and then a deity of Satyabhama appeared and 
Satyabhama instructed him that he should write two dramas, one drama about Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan and one drama about Krishna's pastimes out of Vrindavan. And uh, Rupa Goswami had already planned to write a drama about the pastimes of Krishna, but he was thinking of one. But Sachibama made it really clear that no, there have to be two. And later Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was also confirming the same. Um, so these dramas are known as Vidakta Madhava and the Lalita Madhava. Vidakta Madhava is, is beautiful and um, it is discussed in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the uh, Antya Lila. And I'll just uh, open it up. Mm -hmm. So, until the other one. I have to go a little further. Yeah, so, as I mentioned, uh, Satyabhama had come and told about uh, writing two dramas and then uh, told him, although he had planned to, to write one. So, then when Rupa Goswami uh, met, uh, with, uh, stayed in Jagannath Puri, he stayed with Haridas Thakur and the, both Rupa and Haridas received the remnants of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's prasadam through Govinda. They respected it and then they both began to dance in ecstasy. On the next day, when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to see Srila Rupa Goswami, the omniscient Lord spoke as follows, Do not try to take Krishna out of Vrindavan for he does not go anywhere else at any time. The Krishna known as Yadukuma Vasudev Krishna is different from the Krishna who is the son of Nanda Maharaj. Yadukumar Krishna manifests his pastimes in the cities of Mathura and Dwarka, but Krishna, the son of Nanda Maharaj, never at any time leaves Vrindavan. Uh, of course, there's a famous verse to this respect, Vrindavanam Parichaya. Napadam ekam gatsati. So, not one step out of Vrindavan. So, in this way, um, Rupa Goswami um, was now also receiving the instruction from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. After saying this, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to perform his noontime duties, leaving Sila Rupa Goswami somewhat surprised. Sachibama ordered me to write two different dramas, Srila Rupa Goswami thought. Now understand that this order has been confirmed by Sichitanya Mahaprabhu. Formerly, I wrote the two dramas as one composition. Now I shall divide it and describe the incidents in two separate works. I shall write two separate invocations of good fortune and two different introductions. Let me think deeply about the matter and then describe two different sets of incidents. Hmm. 
Yes. Mm. So, in this way, during the Rati Yatra ceremony, Lord Sila Rupa Goswami saw Lord Jagannath. He also saw Lord Chaitanya dancing and chanting in front of the Rat. So, this was the most amazing uh, event. These Rati Yatras were Lord Jagannath and uh, Lord Chaitanya were together. Uh, these were amazing Ratiyatras because when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was, was waiting outside the temple with Kirtan and ecstatic, then Jagannath, uh, Jagannath appeared early. He came early out of his temple because he was very eager to see Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very eager to see Jagannath. So all throughout there is this reciprocation. Uh, when the chariot doesn't move somewhere in the parade, then it takes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the only one who can move it. No one else, no one else can move Krishna. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is representing Simata Radharani in a mood of separation. And, uh, and of course, uh, Lord Jagannath is representing Krishna in a mood of separation. So there's a, so Rata Yatra is a very direct, intimate exchange be, between uh, both Lord Chaitanya and Lord Jagannath. Um, and Rupa Goswami was also there. So Rupa Goswami, he heard a verse uttered by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, during the ceremony, and he immediately composed another verse dealing with the same subject. Mm -hmm. So generally, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu recited a verse while dancing and chanting before the Raj, but no one knew why he was reciting that particular verse. Only Srub Damodar Goswami knew the purpose for which the Lord recited that verse. According to the Lord's attitude, he used to quote other verses to enable the Lord to relish mellows. Rupa Goswami ever could understand the intention of the Lord, and thus he composed another verse that appealed to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Yad Kumarahare Sai vihi varasta eva chaitrik sapas tinchan milita malati surabaya pruda kadam vanilaha sachaivasmi tatapitatra surata vyapare lila vido rivarudasi vitasitaru talachita samutkantate. That very personality who stole my heart during my youth, is now again my master. These are the same moonlit nights of the months of Chaitra. The same fragrance of malati flowers is there, and the same sweet breezes are blowing from the Kadamba forest. In our intimate relationship, I'm also the same lover, yet still my mind is not happy there. I'm eager to go back to that place on the bank of the Reva under the Vetasi tree. That is my desire. Mm. Yes, when Srimati Radharani uh, saw Krishna in Kuruksetra, uh, she was not satisfied. She wanted, she was very happy, but still not completely fulfilled because she wanted Krishna in Vrindavan uh, so that she uh, could have her intimate 
relationship with Krishna, the cowherd boy, and not with Krishna, the royal prince, right, who was distant and caught up in a network of formality. She wanted the informal cowherd boy. So Rupa Goswami is, uh, is writing like this, fully understanding the mood. Um, my dear friend, now I've met my very old and dear friend Krishna on this field of Kurukshetra. I'm the same Radharani, and now we're meeting together. It's very pleasant, but I would still like to go to the bank of the Yamuna, beneath the trees of the forest there. I wish to fear, hear the vibration of a sweet flute playing the fifth note within that forest of Vrindavan. Mm. So this is found, it is a verse compiled by Rupa Goswami, and it is found in the Pajavali, uh, an anthology of verses uh, co collected by Sila Rupa Goswami. So later he, he wrote it, since uh, they were writing on palm leaves, uh, then Rupa Goswami put that palm leaf somewhere in the roof of a thatched hut where they were staying and, uh, and went to take baths in the ocean. And then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came, found that leaf, and, and he began to read it. Mm. And, and he just was overwhelmed by ecstatic love. Um, and uh, seeing, when Rupa Goswami uh, returned, seeing the Lord, Rupa Goswami fell flat in the courtyard to offer obeisances. The Lord slapped him mildly in love and spoke as follows. My heart is very confidential. How did you know my mind in this way? After saying this, he firmly embraced Rupa Goswami. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took that verse and showed it to Sri Damodar for him to examine. Then the Lord questioned him. How could Rupa Goswami have understood my heart? The Lord asked. Sarup Damara replied, I can understand that you've already bestowed your causeless mercy upon him. Hmm. Yeah, and then soon we'll, we'll be going to discuss uh, So, uh, one day, while Rupa Goswami is writing his book, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu suddenly appeared. As soon as Haridas Thakur and Rupa Goswami saw, saw the Lord coming, they both stood up and then fell down to offer him their respectful obeisances. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced them both and then sat down. The Lord inquired, what kind of book are you writing? He held up a palm leaf that was a page of the manuscript. And when he saw the fine handwriting, his mind was very pleased. Thus being pleased, the Lord praised the writing by saying, the handwriting of Rupa Goswami is just like a row of pearls. While reading the manuscript, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw a verse on that page. And as soon as he read it, he was overwhelmed by ecstatic love. Chetaha prangana sangini vijayate savendriyanam kritim no jane janita kriyat bir amritai krisneti varanadvai. I do not know how much syllable, how much nectar the two syllables Krishna have produced. When the holy name of Krishna is chanting, it appears to dance within the mouth. We then desire many, many mouths. Well, that name 
enters the holes of the ears. We desire many millions of ears. When the holy name dances in the courtyard of the heart, it conquers the activities of the mind, and therefore all the senses become inert. Uh, so this this verse, Tunda Tunda Vini Vitanute, is is Tunda Tunda Vini Rati. This is uh, amazing, um, amazing. Mm. So uh, we are seeing Rupa Goswami is just uh, most ecstatic, and he's able to to write this down. Um, uh, so the Krishna Kirtana Gana Nartana Paro, whether uh, Rupa Goswami was uh, was performing Kirtan by singing or whether he was performing kirtan by writing. It was all glorification, glorification of Krishna. And that was simply what they were doing, glorifying Krishna uh, constantly. And uh, mm, yes, uh, and that holy name dances in the court of the heart and conquers the activities of the mind and all the senses become inert. One becomes just, just totally absorbed in that transcendental sound. All the, everything else is just switched off. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chanted this verse, Haridas Thakur, upon hearing the vibration, became jubilant and began to dance while praising its meaning. Krishna Namira Mahima Shastrasadu Mukajani one has to learn about the beauty and transcendental position of the holy name of the Lord by hearing the revealed scriptures from the mouth of the devotees. Nowhere else can we hear of the sweetness of the Lord's holy name. Uh, yes, from the mouth of the devotees. Uh, mm. So, in this way... Um, Srila Prabhupada in the purport is quoting uh, from the uh, Madhya Lila 17th chapter, 136, a verse from the Patma Purana. Atasti Krishna Namadina Bhavat Grayamandriye. Yes. So, one cannot approach the Lord with the mundane senses. Uh, one must satisfy the Lord by sevan muke, by service with the mouth uh, and the tongue. Sevan muke, jiva do. Jiva is 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 for the is tongue here, right? So by 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 chanting with the tongue. Svayam eva Then the spurti, then the spiritual form of the Lord, um, the original svayam, uh, the svayam, the original uh, form of the Lord Himself will appear. Yes. Mm. 
So this is very, very nice. Mm. Yes. So we enjoy uh, these verses very much. Mm. So, then uh, the next day, Ramananda Rai and Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, they were also there. Mm. And, uh, and they began to discuss the writings of Rupa Goswami. And uh, that particular verse, Tunda Tandavini, Vitanute, and everyone was just amazed at that verse. And then, um, oh, then there's the other verse, sorry. No, it wasn't that verse. He recited the verse, Priya so yam Krishna sahat chari guru ksetas militas. My dear friend, now I've met my very old and dear friend Krishna on this field of Kurukshetra. I'm the same Radharani and now we're meeting together. It's very pleasant, but I would still like to go to the bank of the Yamuna beneath the trees of the forest. There I wish to hear the vibration of his sweet flute playing the fifth note within that forest. After hearing this verse, Ramananda Rai and Sarvabhom Bhattacharya said to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, without your special mercy, how could this Rupa Goswami have understood your mind? Srila Ramananda Rai said that previously, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had empowered his heart so that he could express elevated and conclusive statement to which even Lord Brahma had no access. Had you not previously bestowed your mercy on him, they said it would not have been possible for him to express, express your internal feelings. Mm. Then Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, My dear Rupa, please recite that verse from your drama, um, which upon being heard makes all people's unhappiness and lamentation go away. And then Rupa Goswami recited, Tunda Tanda Bitanate Tunda I do not know how much nectar the two syllables Krishna have produced. When the holy name of Krishna is chanting, it appears to dance within the mouths. We then desire many, many mouths. When that name enters the holes of the ears, we desire many millions of ears. And when the holy name dances in the courtyard of the heart, it conquers the activities of the mind. Hmm. When all the devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, especially Sri Ramananda Roy, heard this verse, they were all filled with transcendental bliss and were stuck with wonder. Struck with wonder. Everyone admitted that although they had heard many statements glorifying the holy name of the Lord, they never... They had never heard such sweet descriptions as those of Rupa Goswami. Mm. So like this, we, uh, we get a little taste of, uh, of Rupa Goswami's uh, writings. And of course, we also have a taste of, of, of Sila Sanatan Goswami's writings uh, in the uh, Briyad Bhagavatam Rita. No. Oh. 
So here it is, and now I have to go to the Oh, best of Mathura Brahmanas, listen, and by the powerful influence of Krishna, I will tell you more about the great wonders of that place. The glories of Golok and the ecstasies of the devotees are beyond the power of words and thought, but the devotee, empowered by Krishna's special grace, can describe them to some extent to encourage the disciple to listen with careful attention. Sarup calls him best of the Brahmanas from Mathura. Hmm. Yes, um, so this is an interesting point that we cannot uh, understand or cannot describe the, uh, the glories of Goloka. Hmm. It is beyond the power of word, words and thought. Hmm. But a devotee empowered by Krishna's special grace can describe them to some extent. And otherwise, yes, the, the spiritual world is achincha. Uh, it's achincha. It's inconceivable. We're discussing about the spiritual world, but how much can we understand? Um, we take to the to different verses, like the uh, the Brahma Samhita, Venum Kwanantam Aravinda Dalaya Taksam Bhavatam Samasitam Buddha Sundarangam Kandarpakuti Kamaniya Visesa Salam. Um, yes, Krishna there, uh, playing his flute, uh, lotus-eyed Krishna, Dalai Taksam, yes, he's also wearing a peacock bedecked, head bedecked with peacock feather, that Krishna, um, we are certainly worshipping in the spiritual world. But how much can we understand? Um, So every one of the millions and millions of cowards, the children, young people and elders, thinks, I alone am most dear to Krishna. So this is the ecstatic attitude of the coward boys and men of Golok. Just as the pure way they behave towards Krishna always confirms this ecstatic mentality, so does the way he behaves toward one, every one of them. Uh, yeah, so everyone feels he's Krishna's favorite. Yes, Mamata, Krishna is mine. Uh, yet no one of them ever becomes saturated. Their love shows a thirst that is the mother of sheer humility, and it simply grows stronger and stronger. Prema mm. Krishna. The devotee's thirst for having more and more of Krishna is, is unquenchable and ever increasing without limit. The phrase prema trishna, the thirst of pure love, means loba, greed. This thirst is the mother of perfect humility. Because the highest love of God naturally evolves into the sorrow of separation, even while devotees are directly enjoying Krishna's company. Mm -hmm. 
So this Prema Trishna, the thirst, um, this thirst of, of Krishna Prem is the mother of perfect humility. It is the mother of, of that sense of full dependence on Krishna because it is entirely up to Krishna um, how much, how much he will uh, shower us with mercy. So the loving devotee is just always eager for that mercy of Krishna and fully aware of being dependent on Krishna and fully aware that somehow or other Krishna needs to be attracted. Um, only when Krishna is attracted will he shower that mercy. Mm. For us, mercy means that we become liberated from uh, material conditioning. Um, but for the liberated souls, um, mercy is, is, is described as prasad. It is prasad. Um, not only are foodstuffs prasad, but everything is prasad. And prakrena, rupena, siddhati. Um, yes. So completely, that which makes completely satisfied. So the devotees are always hankering for such mercy in the spiritual world. Hmm. Still, it is towards each of the gopis in the millions and millions that Krishna always clearly shows the greatest attachment, compassion and love. This hmm. serves as evidence for hundreds of logical arguments by which persons like me understand that no one in that abode or elsewhere is as dear to him as the gopis. Yes, one can have hundreds of millions of arguments, but pantastukoti sattasatvara sampragamyo vayoratapi muni bungavanam sopyasti yet prapaditinti abhyatinti tatvikovindamani purusham tamam bhajami. One cannot touch the tip of the toe of the Lord. So in this way, um, Sanatana Goswami is taking us uh, to Krishna. And here at the end of the, uh, of the Brihad Bhagavatamrita, uh, we have come to the, ch the chapter known as the attainment of all desires. And the Brihad Bhagavatamrita takes us gradually gradually up, <clears throat> gradually up. Gopakumar goes gradually up from, from regions on this planet to regions, to the heavenly regions, to higher, to the, to the topmost planet in the universe, into Vaikuntha, and eventually comes to Goloka. So he's on a long search, a long spiritual journey. And on the strength of, his, of, the, of the chanting of his mantra, Kopu Kumar's journey is gradually bringing him to the attainment of all desires, to perfection in the spiritual world. And that is what we're discussing now. So Sanatan Goswami <clears throat> is describing the journey of Kopu Kumar as a sadhaka. And now we are seeing how his sadhana, his devotional service in practice, has borne fruit. And uh, 
Yeah, so the writings of the Goswamis <clears throat> are just uh, very wonderful and are opening up all kinds of dimensions to us of, of understanding Krishna. Um, we can maybe understand that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Bhaunam jamanamante jnanavamam prapadinte after many, many births. But can we understand how Krishna is intimately dealing with his eternal associates in the spiritual world? It is just, <clears throat> just beyond, um, beyond words and thought. Yeah. So, um, ultimately, we'll have to go to the spiritual world and see for ourselves. Oh. See for ourselves. And how amazing, how amazing uh, existence is in the spiritual world. Of that, there is no doubt. Whatever little we know of the spiritual world, it is very clear that it is amazing. Therefore, our eagerness, our eagerness to go there should be very great. And our eagerness to leave this world, oh yes, immediately. Oh, goodbye. Prabhupada is speaking about anartas, unwanting stumbling blocks on the path, on the spiritual path. And at one point he says, the entire material world is an anartha an unwanting stumbling block. Let us have the spiritual world a million times over because there, there we can serve Krishna without any inhibition. Here we're serving Krishna, but there's always struggle, struggle with the material energy somehow or other. Now that struggle is glorious. And within that struggle, we can realize we can realize our uh, relationship with Krishna to the fullest extent. But uh, the spiritual world is the abode where we belong. So in this mood, uh, following in the footsteps of the six Goswamis, we are chanting Krishna Kirtan. Gana Nartana Paro Premangritamboniti Dira Dira Priyajana Priyakaro Nirmatsara Pujito Shite Tanya Kripabaro Buviburo Nirmantara Nirmatsara Antarako Vande Rupa Sanatana Raguyago Thank you very, very much. And see you again tomorrow for the ongoing discussion on the Sat Goswami Astaka. Hare Krishna.